Good. Reese. Geller. Hello, episode two of our podcasting mini series. That was so clean. It was very clean. It was, it was real clean. It's not getting any better. <laughs> it's like this you is, doing that's laundry. A, that's that's peak, peak good grief gala right there. GG, peak GGG. Uh, we got a lot of feedback from the first episode. It sounds like you guys really liked it. So I'm glad because I thought it was too long, but we you got com- feedback. Yeah, we got a lot of feedback in the last uh, couple hours on both Twitter and on Twitch and on Slack that uh, people really like the episode. So oh. this is episode two. If you missed episode one, this is a mini series. If you're new here, hello, I'm your host, SBJ. With me is Micah. Hello. <laughs> and Irene. Hi. And we are here to talk about our journeys through Galler. And oh boy, this is... More game than I expected last time. You, you said, oh boy, when you could have said good grief. <laughs> oh, dang, oh, I dropped good grief. <laughs> this is a heck of a game. So this is our game plan. Golly uh, G. Just because we don't want anyone to spoil, I do try to keep the uh, episode descriptions a little generalized, but obviously if you re- uh, it wouldn't be a good episode description if you didn't know what we were talking about. But in this specific episode, we will be talking until the end of the first gym. Now, you might say... Well, you talked about a bunch of stuff yesterday, and you didn't talk about the gym. What was what happened between that and this gym that we're dedicating a whole episode? A whole lot. Uh, <laughs> a whole lot. The game introduces a lot of features and a lot of things to do. Uh, um, so we're going to go through a couple of those things. We have a little list of bullet points we want to hit. So we might skip a couple story beats uh, per se, but we'll come back. Obviously, characters have motives, and we can always address those ooh, in future I- episodes if we miss a couple. Before we get in, just a heads up, if you are listening to this podcast before November 20th, 2019, uh, there's a Nintendo Switch Lite giveaway for a Zamazenta Zashian Nintendo Switch Lite that you can find in the podcast description. Totally free to enter. You want its basic stuff, you know, follow on Twitter, follow on Instagram, you get bonus points entering. If for some reason you're listening to this in 2021... That giveaway 2021? Look, some people still listen to the Alola stuff. So really? Just stuff. Yeah, I oh, get feedback all the time that they, they really wanted the playthrough of Lola. So if you're listening in 2021, I'm sorry that giveaway is over. <laughs> but <laughs> You missed your chance. chance. Maybe <laughs> maybe there'll be like a Switch Pro by then or something. Or maybe you won, but you never listened to the podcast. Oh. Oh. And now you're listening. <laughs> and now you're really bitter <laughs> that you never redeemed it. <laughs> it's just sitting on the shelf collecting dust. Okay, so let's get into things. Before we even really talk about the game, I think at this point, uh, before we get to the gym, uh, let's just knock this out, get this out of the way. I think at this point, everyone's starter would have evolved. Uh, we'll start with Irene, who picked Score Bunny. What did I, your okay, Pokemon so, evolve into? Raboot. Raboot. Um, I, okay, I didn't look at very many spoilers if at all like I really didn't Steve would be really excited and he would kind of be vague because I told him that I didn't want to know anything so he was like ah there's this thing and it's cool and (laughs) but anyway I'm really really excited um my reboot looks like Shino from Naruto uh and it also I feel like it's going to the gym she's going to the gym all the time um but yeah no it's it's super exciting I was just like working on my fitness with my gal. You ring fit. Yeah. Ring fit. Uh Raboot has like a built in hoodie. Yeah. It's very it's like cute. a face mask. It's Shino from Naruto. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. uh Micah, your <laughs> Sobble evolved? 
It did. Into Drizzile. I have I no... think is how you say it. It's it's I'm like is that the emo lord? Drizzile. Yeah, he looks a little emo. Yes. <laughs> yeah. He's the dark went from of a this generation, sad boy to an angsty boy. He went as we all do in uh, in high school. As you grow up, yeah, <laughs> correct. Uh, the color palette is really great. It's like blue and like neon green and purple, which is really really neat. It's a good. It's a good color palette. I I'm not have- like. I think I think part of me is really uh obsessed so much more obsessed with Sobel's design and a- pretty much all of the starters designs that seeing any of their evolutions after the fact I'm just like I don't want them to grow up oh. they're so cute <laughs> I think uh, that this is the strongest round of middle evos though it's ah. pretty good ah. I mean who's who's being like Oh I man, mean, I really liked real I really liked Koala. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry to the three people out there that I, love Koala. Uh, like they'll no, love their on, fire uh, weasel. Because uh, Bayleaf uh, is real good. Ooh, Combuskin's bad. Okay, okay. <laughs> Next, you're gonna uh, tell me Grodel was good. I don't even know what that <laughs> is. Grodel? <laughs> is that the turtle? <laughs> this is the turtwig evolution. Yeah, whatever. Terra's sweet, but uh, Grodel is like, oh boy. Uh, I get the like portmanteau for Grodel, like grow and turtle, but man, that's a gross sounding name. <laughs> Grodel. <laughs> I had to go to the doctor for my Grodel. <laughs> Jeez. I had to get my uh, I, Grodel installed. I, w- Ooh. I would say that Thwacky, <laughs> the evolution of Grookey, it's a good mouthfeel. It's like saying popolio. What? What are you okay, saying? Okay, what is it feel, called? Like, when a po- it's I know what th- mouthfeel means. No, mouthfeel applies to, to eating. Yeah, but when <laughs> mouthfeel as in like, I want the listener to just say poiple out loud, and it feels real good exiting your mouth. Poiple, oh, poplio again feels great leaving your mouth. So does. Thwacky. What? What Thwacky is this? Feel- Thwacky's not bad. Thwacky feeling real good leaving that mouth. Although it's 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 a little lanky. Um, it's a little long. I would say I I, I do like it. I like all the starters. I like all the middle what do you evolutions. Mean long? Like long as in he's a like a car- long boy. You because you know how I, I, you got. I don't know, you know what how it looks like, like Yamper has like a a little thick little junk in the trunk. Some would say. Little, little, oh, little. Some, oh. some would say. Some what? would say. Some uh, you know, uh, <laughs> I would. Th- Thwacky has no junk in the trunk. Some would argue he doesn't have any junks. He's just, <laughs> he's just a <laughs> real tall, slim boy, <laughs> a little lanky. Uh, I uh, <laughs> was sitting on the couch watching Becky play on the TV, and she picked Grookey because she is uh, enamored with Grookey. Thinks it's the cutest Pokemon ever. Not the cutest Pokemon ever, but she thinks it's real cute. And I watched it evolve, and I watched her face as it evolved, as it as it evolved into Thwacky, and she uh, she made kind of a frowny face. Oh, <laughs> oh no, that's oh. And, and I said, "What's wrong?" And she said, "It's okay." Oh, <laughs> oh man, I I do think though I can't speak for for Sobbles and Scorbunny's evolutions as much, but. Um, at least with Thwacky, it does have that very upbeat music feel that Grookey really captures. And yeah. So it does a hundred percent catch that or keep that, I guess that that very upbeat, uh, ready to go playing the... the music. It retains its personality very well, even though it maybe not as cute 
as before. I have no clue yeah. what it looks like. I guess I'll find out the next time I battle Hop. I think the progression from Sobble to Drizzile makes sense. It's it's a sad little scared Pokemon that evolves into a also kind of sad and a little bit more angry Pokemon. <laughs> uh personality wise it kind of it makes sense but uh yeah i it's not it's not a bad evolution i just i think i just had so much love for these three starter pokemon that it's really hard it's like a harsh jump from how cute they are as starters like really adorable to what they are in their second evolution awkward awkward adolescence yeah they, they definitely yep. do feel all like we went to high school. We went from elementary school together to high school together. Yeah. 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 We're all going through these have phases. That feel, yeah. Absolutely. I don't even know what, I I, what what's it called? Thwacky. Thwacky. What? I think ah. I heard that they're supposed to represent um like uh theater, music, <gasps> and sports. Those yeah. sobbles that or makes- sobbles the theater. Um, Grookey's the the musical person in the school and then where bunny's the the jock the athletic let's, one let, in the school. let's go to the gym <laughs> so, which i th- i think that theme makes sense i don't know if that that was like a fan theory or if that was you know something that did come from game freak but if you go back to x and y they had a very D D feel you have your because chestnut was the big tank and then del fox was the mage and then your warrior your mage and your artist oh no sorry That's ninja what the... um greninja yeah. My bad. I'm like using... stealth, like rogue. Yeah, like a rogue. Oakley doke. Okay. Anyway, Reboot is the best one. So Reboot is very I mean, I'm a sucker for a hoodie and dude dude evolved into one. Shocking. She evolved into the best. Okay. Uh, ever. Let's uh before we go back to the wild area, because I think there's a lot to say, we're gonna actually jump ahead here. Um when you kinda uh you get your you get your, I guess you have to, so a little bit of lore here that's pretty interesting with the stadiums and stuff. I'll just kind of explain this real quick. Well, we might address it more in a future episode. But uh, you meet Professor Magnolia, and uh, Liana's there, and uh, she brings up that the fact that these boys, you and Hop, or I guess, you know, if you pick a female character, are on this Pokemon journey because Leon gave them Pokemon, and uh, yet they're not endorsed to do the gym challenge. And Leon seems very hesitant to endorse them, even though Leon was the one that gives you your starter Pokemon. Um, and Magnolia convinces Leon to endorse you, which is a little bit of lore of the game of that you cannot even do the eight gyms unless you are endorsed by somebody. And the gyms are not running, you know, 24-7. It's not like Brock is always waiting at the gym for a challenger. These are... <laughs> these th- This... Game and I didn't mention this ep- last episode. It really feels like um, how old games feel like sporting events. This feels like a sporting event, but this also feels like the Olympics. Like this is more important and bigger than other sporting events. And so I feel like Galar really captures the feel of the Olympics. While you could argue that that's still sports, oh, well, I, no one's arguing what? it's definitely still sports. <laughs> but it has a bigger feel. So you can't challenge the gym twenty four seven lore wise. At least that's what I took away from it. It's I'm- it's like a turn it like a like a cup. What's yeah, a soccer tournament? I I definitely agree with the sportsy element, absolutely, especially during the gym battle when I had it. But I was also, um, when we first walked into uh, Midoriya, Izuku, who was our grass 
gym leader. Um, it was, it seemed like, okay, I'm also living my everyday regular life. And this is also something that I do, but, but it, not that it's not as important, but it, it seemed like there was, um, more dimension to these characters besides, oh, I'm the gym leader. That's me. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so the reason I bring up that lore is because when we, we get to the, when, when Leon, uh, approves that there, he's going to co-sign on, uh, Hop and your character. Co-sign on the, co-sign on that loan. Uh, <laughs> and we, we go through the wild area, we do all that, we'll circle back to that in a second, but when we get to Moto, Moto Stoke, is that what the city's called? Moto Stoke, correct. When we get to Moto Stoke, um, there's not much to do there, although we could go on about, uh, you know, changing our hair and, hey. and dress dressing up, but uh, Leon is there, and Leon introduces us. You get co-signed for the gym challenge, and uh, maybe the only game that really does this, uh, and not even really comes close. I guess Black and White kind of does this at the end, but they're Black and White's like, "Hey, check out all these gym leaders. They work together. They're next to each other. They acknowledge each other. Wow, they exist. <laughs> um, they <together>. exist <laughs> as like a group of people that have this organization." <laughs> Um, they hit you right up front with that in Sword and Shield, where um, you're it, the that part of the game where you walk into the stadium and you sign up and you pick your jersey number, and you see the other people that have been um, accepted into the gym challenge. So yourself, Hop, we meet uh, Bead, uh, and mm. then we meet Marnie. Is that so, how you say it, Bead? So uh, just Beady? Bead, Bead, a lot of Betty? a lot of people really. Curious if they are male or female. It doesn't matter. Uh, I just wrote they in all my notes. Their name in Italian is Travis. Their Japanese. Yes. How do you pronounce it? What? So their Japanese name is Beet. Beet. Oh, got it. Okay. Beet, like the the fruit. Like the fruit, exactly. Beets are fruit, right? Yes. I can't remember their Spanish name, but it is also a very. Look, there's probably a couple girls out there named Travis. I'm not, I'm sure that exists. Uh, Travis is more of a masculine name. I can't remember the Spanish name off the top of my head. Also masculine. So uh, I think it's bead. Uh, it might be beady, but because the Japanese Japanese name is beat, I think it's supposed to be one syllable. So I think it's <sighs> bead. Um, I could be, I, I don't know. Uh, I guess we'll mm. wait to the anime for... <laughs> <laughs> how to say that i mean that we were we were the same crew saying uh guzma wrong guzma. i think we all said guzma but because it was based on a flower called guzmania yeah. and the anime confirmed it's guzma mm. um, excuse me it's it's guz guzma gu, guzma whichever one is the wrong one it's that one okay so guzma. <laughs> okay. Uh, also you know i think people still this day still say gladion wrong i think a lot of people say gladion but it's gladion i still say uh pronunciate look i'm not here to correct pronunciation anyone, but, is great. uh so we meet bead i uh real quick I, this is very short i what i googled how to pronounce bead and i found a youtube video with 638 views, that's a pronunciation of how to say it. And there's one comment, and it says, I'm just going to admit it. I'm here because of Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> they say bead in this pronunciation. Bead. I don't know what that word is otherwise, though. So They say bead. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, YouTube can't be wrong. <laughs> uh, 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 YouTube's never been wrong before. Never so. been wrong before. Uh, so bead and Marnie, we don't know as of this point who 
who is uh, championing Marnie. Like, we don't know who Champion- signed. Who endorsed endorsing? Marnie. Endorsed her. That's a better word. Sorry. We don't know who endorsed her. We do know champion or we do know Chairman Rose endorsed Bede. Uh, and Ooh. you guys asked for it for years. I want to I want a jerk rival. Holy cow, this I, dude. Ooh, I, ooh, I, this mm. dude instantly accomplishes it. Uh, and can I say, uh, before we talk about Bede, Hop, look, <laughs> I know there might be some animations copied and pasted from oh, how, how, how onto Hop, yep. but how would a greeted Bede with a malasada and a handshake and a smile? Hop was like, this dude's a tool as he walked past you. There's a very stark difference between these two characters because how would have never done that? Maybe he's just having a bad day. I would have had a 12 pack of malasadas ready for Bede. <laughs> Hop's too ready to, to I mean, also they're in Europe, him, though. his own self. Yeah. He's got he's got too much to do. He doesn't have time to greet anyone. Uh, I, he's got to mo- hop his way out of there. The more I <laughs> play this game, dance. Hop is a really good rival. He has so much character. Like looking back at how it was great that how was like super positive and really excited, didn't care about losing, really liked to eat. But that's all you could say about how like yeah. the dude liked to eat. The dude was super happy, not super salty if he lost. But that was it. That's where it stopped. Hop is like when Hop was like, "Hey, hop to it! You're walking too slow." I was like, "What is this real life?" Like, I was very affronted. But yeah, I was like, "Hop to it!" Uh, I like, I, know, I like this point. person. I don't like this person. This is my brother. <laughs> I'm doing this. I'm doing. I was like, "All right, Hop, you got it, man." <laughs> I also think that dude's a tool. Jeez, <laughs> I didn't think your character was actually gonna say it. They were. They. They. I. They were very rude. <laughs> extremely rude i think the the phrase they used was it's criminal for you to waste my time like this. oh god uh, i am very really good <laughs> if he's gonna come off as like the the rudest one out of all of them because who cares say, oh Look, i had prick prick is what i used who cares about bead though when we oh, have a ball guy Ball guy? All right. Ball so, guy. So, is my uh, favorite Pokemon NPC of all me, time. Tell me about Ball guy. Ball guy is a man in a in a Pokeball head costume and that's it and he gives you a Pokeball when he sees you and says, "I'm Ball guy." <laughs> I was like, I'm unimpressed. Leon gave me more Pokeballs than this, and that's poke. That's it's, Ball Guy. What is this? <laughs> he, uh, I love Ball Guy a whole lot. He, uh, he, you know, he, he's he's a little slow to start that friendship. Hesitant. He's hesitant. a little hesitant. Uh, do we want to talk about Marnie real quick? We don't get a lot of Marnie before the first gym. Uh, team Yell is our uh, Team Skull or Team Aqua or Team Flare of of this game, although I think we're all confident that they're going to pull another Team Skull where mm. they're going to reveal they're not actually the bad guys. Um, they do seem like troublemakers. They, I, I guess they're supposed to represent uh, very uh, rowdy sports fans. They have the Vuvuzuela and stuff. Um, what was it? The Vuvuzuela? Is that not what it's called? I think it's Vuvuzela. Oh, okay. My bad. Irene's just looking at me. I was expecting her to I'm listening. Me. I'm Vuvuzuela. just... I'm... Vuvuzuela. You're like combined Venezuela. Venezuela <laughs> into one thing. Uh. Um, Marnie is... 
The, at least the impression I get from her is she is completely aware that these people embarrass her. Yes. Uh, but she is way too polite, even though she comes off. Like, when you look at her, you you think, at least appearance-wise, oh, like, you're a punk rock kind of girl. Um, uh, but her her attitude doesn't really express that. She seems very overly polite. But uh, that was my impression. All I remember is that her hairline bothered me. <laughs> I wrote down Marnie, and right now the only thing I remember... Look, I. I see someone, I look at their edges. That's just that's how I've my brain works. Never seen a subreddit go from zero to a hundred when they hit Nessa. Boy, Nessa was like the sweetheart. Wait, in, for real? In 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 seconds. Wait, it really? Was impressive. The melanin too. Nessa was everyone wow. over head over heels for Nessa. But wow. when they, when they showed Marnie, wow. Nessa got knocked off. Oh her. well, that, I mean that's okay. Well then, there's the point. <laughs> uh, that okay. Uh, Vanessa, Nessa had a good run. She had like a month to herself. Yeah. Uh, 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 Nessa I think it's just you know it was the same thing with Sonya too. The second yeah. they showed it was Sonya, and then they showed Nessa, and Sonya was out. And then they showed Marnie, and then Nessa was out. Wait till wait till those you know people who has see better Opal. <laughs> They're gonna go. Out of control. Yeah, speaking, cute, cute headwear. Speaking of Opal, uh, we get introduced to seven of the eight gym leaders. Yes, off it's true. That my one thing is what I wrote down. Nessa's my girl, and then I uh, Kabu, whatever. Yeah, Kabu. Uh, yeah. yeah, is he related to uh, from Alola? The- Nanu. Yeah, like they looked similar. Like I was, I was curious about that. Mm. That was immediately they... what that what I thought of their character design. I made an association with them. Kabu... They said he was from Hoenn. Mm. Oh, so I was gonna say Kabu looked sure. very Japanese compared to uh, all the other ones. But if he's from Hoenn, Hoenn is in Japan, so that would mm-hmm. make sense. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I... Opal though, boy, she got Oof. that. She's she nailed that British Oof. look. <laughs> Now you guys had two different uh, gym leaders. <laughs> Random thing about uh, Magnolia when she was like, "There are more important things to worry about about like uh, types of tea," and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" <laughs> uh, you guys had two different gym leaders than I did playing Shield. What? Uh, you guys had uh, B, mm-hmm. which is Who's the, the other one fighting type, and I believe yeah. you guys have a guy uh, we have i wrote these down okay i'll read mine you can tell me which ones are not milo is the grass i think the first three are the same for all of them grass water fire is milo nessa and kabu right yep and then b is the fighting gym which is exclusive to sword yep and, and I so think instead, you have the ghost uh we i have mm-hmm. alistair so he is the alistair. youngest gym leader ever and he is extremely shy and reserved Aww. and doesn't like to show his face in public. Ooh-woo. Yeah, so he, he got a shy guy mask. He has the shy guy mask. and uh, I love the name Alistair. Uh, yeah, so. And then Opal is the fairy gym leader, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. you and also she's in have. both. Yep. Okay. And then we have Gordy, which is a rock gym. Oh, so you guys don't have an ice gym. Interesting. Right. I have not seen what Gordy looks like. All I remember... Uh, is the dragon tamer? Yeah, he was a babe. <laughs> yes, Ryan. Uh, I actually took note of this, and I, I, I. This is the first time ever that I was ahead of myself. 
in a good way. Uh, it, during the intro to the game, I, I saw the name Ryan and I wrote it down because yep. I was like, I feel like that's going to come up. That's who Leon is fighting in the intro. Yes. Oh. My gym, I don't have a rock. Uh, I have an ice and her name is Melanie. Mm. And okay. uh, I think somebody at Game Freak played Overwatch because... She looked oh. exactly like what I think she. <laughs> she doesn't like. look like May, but uh, they I, they they give her a parka and stuff. They, uh... I have a visual. Is in it my May? Head. Is that the? Yeah, Overwatch? May is the. Okay. Yeah, that's the parka. first thing I thought of when they showed Melanie. I was like, oh, somebody at Game Freak played Overwatch. <laughs> <laughs> they make note that uh, only seven gym leaders show up. This is the first time in the series ever that there will be a dark gym. People have been asking for this for years, that when are we going to get a dark dark type gym leader? There have been dark type Elite Four members. Grimsley uh, is the dark type gym leader in Gen 5, and he also uh, is a surfing master in Alola. He shows up in Alola to uh, hang 10, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> hang 10. <laughs> um, Game Freak finally gives us the dark gym, and they introduce all the gym leaders, and the dark gym leader isn't there. <laughs> We're being kept like in the that. dark um, about this gym leader. Very curious. It's very dark type of them to not show up. Yes. I guess that <laughs> totally fits. Maybe this is why there's not dark gym leaders, because they they don't work with the other people. They probably have capes. Boy, I think all the gym leaders, like, even before I even met any of them, I mean, we've they met Mila, cool. but they have so much character compared to kind of last ones. I guess, you know, Did Sun you? and Moon's kind of a cop-out because there's not real... Gyms, but there are trial captains. Yeah. Uh, something that I, I, I know that people were like, oh, these trials are weird and the kahunas and stuff. Going back to gym leaders, I was like, I kind of appreciated that difference that we had in Sun and Moon, but it was also just like, okay, this is like, this is what we know. This is what we like, what we're used to. Um, so that was nice. But when all seven gym leaders were just in a line, I was like, oh, like they're all together. Like, I, I, I don't know. It felt I, like the ending of Black and White, where they all show up at the end, and you're like, "Oh yeah, this is it." <laughs> hey, spoilers! I don't know oh, if sorry, I finished spoilers. that. I don't think I ever finished the game. <laughs> oh, yeah, they they all show up at the end to uh, fight off Getsus. Oh, the power of one. Yes, eight. Eight. the power of eight. <laughs> And that leads us, I guess, because we're talking about gym leaders, again, we're going to end with the wild area here because there's a lot to talk about. Um, but uh, Before through- you get to the wild area, we, we skipped over one thing that wasn't story-related, the, uh, the wishing stars and what you get from it. After you battle Hop uh, at Magnolia's house, in her garden, I guess. Big purple in her, house. Yeah, big her purple big purple house. house. Uh, and you get endorsed by Leon, then there's, coincidentally, there's a shooting star <laughs> that lands right in front of you. That was a little corny. Coincidentally, there's two of them Look, maybe it was Hop Tapu- to share. <laughs> maybe it was Tapu Koko that just wanted to <laughs> spread the love or something. Remember me like Mufasa. So you get these wishing stars, and you don't know what they do, and Magnolia comes over and says, these... I can turn these into something for you. I don't remember all the specifics. She takes them. It's the same cuckoo thing where she leaves. Or was it the the old guy? I don't remember. In Alola. Uh, the... How's grandfather? Yeah. Bra- go- goes and makes you a bracelet and brings it back. 
Uh, this is not a, a Z bracelet. This is a Dynamax bracelet. Mm-hmm. And this gives you the ability to Dynamax Pokemon. And it also acts as your social cufflink that connects you to the rest of the world. So it gives you all the social features in the game. It gives you the ability to see what your friends are doing. And I really like this idea, but I'm I kind of am getting to a point where I want to turn the notifications off. Oh, I love it. I don't it even just keeps them. happening. I don't think you had it on properly because you you weren't getting any notifications when I was watching you. Well, I also didn't accept all the invi- all <laughs> oh, the okay. requests I had, so I only have like seven friends. The Y system shows you uh, if your friends are looking for a raid, completed a raid, caught a Pokemon, evolved a Pokemon, hatched a Pokemon, uh, uh, surprise traded a Pokemon. Um, and if you have a lot of friends online, which you probably do, because uh, Sword and Shield just came out, uh, there's a lot of the, all of that happening at all times. Yes, correct. I don't know how to change the that note. I, I couldn't find anything in I think the it's menu all for how to change notifications. Yeah, uh, I couldn't. Uh, find you can also either. just connect online, like you could with all the previous, you know, social systems and Pokemon games, where it's it just connects you to various people on the internet. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you can see all those notifications if you want. <laughs> Makes it feel like you're playing with other people. Yeah, it does. It's still really cool. And I, when I first saw it, I was like, "Oh, this is awesome! This is a really cool way to integrate social features." But I just when I when I got to a point where I was like grinding or I was you know doing whatever, anytime I would get out of a battle, then like five notifications for things that people had done would pop up, and I'm like, "Let me just." I just there's too many things on my screen. Yeah, <laughs> it's also the way that you trade and battle and do all that. It's all the social functions that you would you yeah. would have. I got a question when we talk about the wild area about how that those uh, looking for raid. Oh sure, sure. I think I play. I think I can answer this. Okay. Uh, okay. Before we finish off with wild area, let's just talk about the gym fight with Milo. There's a couple things that happened. There's a cave. That you go through, there's a town with a bunch of Phantom and Yamper running around. We need to focus too much on that. The variety of Pokemon in every route. They seem to, a lot of routes seem to have the the new Pokemon easy to see. And they seem to have the old Pokemon hidden in the little exclamation mark stuff. That's not 100%, but that seems to be the pattern, at least so far. Milo greets you outside of the gym. He's, like, every every issue in this game has been revolving around Wooloo causing trouble. The little troublemakers. Chasing that Wooloo around. Chasing that Wooloo. Uh, but you have to get into your uniform with your numbers picked. Real quick, just uh, Irene and Aya's are very easy. I picked 118 because that was Irene's birthday. And so... I picked 729, which is Steve's birthday. She copied me. Which is also Brion's Pokedex number. Oh, I was going to ask you. Yeah. So that's so I was like, oh, we're going to, we talked about it earlier and I, I wrote that down. I was like, I bet you we'll talk about it. But mm. yeah. Well, unfortunately, you have one of the worst Pokemon as your birthday, which is Goldeen. So ah, enjoy. Uh, well, <laughs> wow. Sorry, I'll just be reborn. Rude. Uh, did you, would you go with Micah? 420, 669. Get all the good ones out of the way. <laughs> I wrote in my notes that this was the hardest decision that I've had to make so far. I sat at the screen for probably a good 10 minutes trying to think of like a good number to have before I almost put in 6-9. I was going <laughs> to say 6 I don't six. think I could 
play the game and just exist with myself if I did that for the entirety of this game. And so I settled on seven, which is Sobble's Pokedex number. Oh, okay. Not 007? Not 007. Not, se- not zero seven. Isn't that like been a uh, good like- one? For other reasons. Yeah, <laughs> no, man, 007 would have been real good for other reasons. But... <laughs> Can you change your number? Because I really... Uh, you can't. I, wanna... I actually had to... This is upsetting. I, I actually had to, like... I accidentally typed in 11. I deleted the 8 and I hit save. So I had to um, reload my save because oh. it doesn't delete it. Uh, Gross. So Irene, was, Irene looked at me and said, 007... Just, uh, the game spot. Like what? Just you know, maybe Sobble uh, goes think, in a specific direction at the end of this. I think. I think maybe though, I wouldn't have been like I. I, I like James oh. Bond is cool, but I don't know okay. if I'm super interested in having a James Bond reference on my jersey for the entirety of the game. Seven is like pretty easy because it's you know lucky seven, and also it's just Sobble. Because uh, let's be honest, Sobble is the best of that whole tree. So. So you you have to change into your uniform to do the gym battle, and uh, there's the gym challenge. So uh, we've seen this before. Every gym has a puzzle. I mean, in you know, heart gold soul silver slash crystal slash gold slash silver. You know, Bryce, you got to slide on the ice. You know, figure out how to get there near the end. So uh, you know, Lieutenant Surge, the obvious puzzle of looking in trash cans for no reason. Um, so in this case. That was a joke because his puzzle is kind of probably the worst. <laughs> it's really a, not a good one. Uh, in this case, uh, you have to herd Wooloo uh, multiple times to open the gate. And, uh, I heard that. And uh, uh, there are little yampers. Fire tonight. And little, little yampers will uh, stop the Wooloo, of course. Um, I didn't realize until afterwards, but if you battle the trainer, they call the yamper over. Oh, they it, do? Yeah, yeah and it makes it easier oh. to do it. that. I, See, I always pushed the yamper into the thing to open the next area, and then I would go back and battle the trainers. I 100% did that, too. I still hate that they fall on this mechanic of, like, oh, it's a punishment to battle the person blocking the gym. It's like, well, what do you what do you want me to do? Like, they're giving me money and experience. I Why would I skip do. I just want to battle the gym leader. Like, I got stuff to do. Like, get out of my way. Why do I got to talk to you? Like, that Wait, was it's like a punishment a- to battle the gym leader or well, to not battle the gym leader? Well, they act like it's an obstacle. They act like it's a punishment, right? Like, oh, it makes it easier if you battle, if you take the time to battle them, they call the yamper. You're, it's, it's like I the, wouldn't say that's a punishment. I would say that's a reward. No, it's like the Blaine thing, where Blaine's puzzle in Red and Blue was... You take you have all the quizzes and the quiz is super fun. Yeah. But if you get the quiz wrong, oh, now you have to battle. But almost everyone was like, "Oh, I got the quiz right, but also this person's right here and I want the money and I want the experience, so I'm going to battle them." Oh, sure. Well, in this case though, like if you battle them, then it improves the 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 challenge. That's right? true. Cuz if you battle them, then they call the amper over. I just assumed that they had nothing to do with. They were just there, so <laughs> they I were would just there. Yeah, get I don't, the Wulu through first and then battle them. I don't know if they. Uh, I don't know if they did a good job at explaining that. Um, I don't think they did either. But it was a cool challenge. It's yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it was different. Cute. It was different. It was cute. I had a mini moment of panic because I wanted to go heal, and oh, Steve yeah. was like, and Steve was like, "Oh no, you can't. You can't leave." Like. That's the point. Like, that's why you sign up or whatever. And I was like, oh, no, because my score bunny was poisoned. Um, 
but luckily I had pecha berries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so I was able to get myself all ready for um, Midoriya. And we so, were. We've been, <laughs> I don't we've... actually remember his name. What's his Milo. name? Milo. Yeah, Milo. Milo. We've been saying this for years in the podcast of, hey, you want to make gyms to be harder? Don't let the trainer just walk out the door. Because most people would battle all the three or four people and turn then around, we'll heal, turn around, and then walk come, out, yep. heal, and then come back in. And it's like, well, yep. that doesn't, there's no challenge there. <laughs> um, although you can bring in healing items, but. Look, it's not a perfect system. A lot more. It's it's like the the elite four mechanic. You go in you, with what you got. Yeah, and you they lock your back. boxes, so you can't. You go in and it locks your box, and this is the six you're using. So I, I think it's a step in the right direction. I don't think I, I, I you you could argue it makes it harder. I don't think anyone's saying it. It's easier. It makes it harder by locking and preventing you from leaving and healing. Um, but I don't think overall it makes the game much harder. Uh, it just maybe is another mechanic you're gonna think about. Uh, and that's always good. Uh, sure. To have forced the game to make at least make you feel like you're making an important decision. The Milo fight is great. Let me tell you, I I think X and Y has the best music in the franchise. Uh, this game beats it. I'm oh, only, by far. I'm like ten hours in. This music is incredible. I could listen to the gym leader music over and over again. If if you think Dynamax is a bad gimmick to compare to Mega Evolution and Z moves, you're out of your mind. Dynamax is so cool. It feels good doing it. It feels strategic. Uh, it it just feels so great. And, uh, like, I just never felt compelled to use Mega Evolution or to use Z moves during the story ever because it was just like, uh, wh- why? I'm going to one-shot it anyways. But when, and they're not going to, they don't, you're not going to Mega Evolution back? Well, I mean, I mega guess technically, technically in Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire. But I don't know. I just feel I maybe in the whole competitive sense, maybe when, by the way, you can sign up for the new online tournament that's going to happen in December in the game. Maybe in a com- competitive sense, Mega and Z moves are more strategic, but at least for story progression... Having the gym leaders Dynamax, you Dynamax, you deciding whether you want to Dynamax early or late or at the same time, I think it makes the fight feel so much more fun and dynamic. I agree. I think it it is a very strategic thing of trying to determine. I think it's not that hard, like at least early game in this game, to say like, oh, this is the pokemon they're gonna dynamax so i should probably dynamax <laughs> for for this specific like uh, for milo it's it's he has gossifler and eldegoss and he dynamaxes the eldegoss and i think when you see that he's only got two pokemon and one of them is the, an evolution of the other that's probably going to be the one that gets dynamaxed right yeah i think it's a little bit but i can see this for competitive being much more strategic trying to determine when your opponent is going to Dynamax and when you should Dynamax, because there's no indication other than when you trigger it the same way that they did with, you know, Z moves and uh, um, mega evolutions. So it still has that level of strategy and you've only got three turns to use it. So (laughs) do what you got to do in that three turns and get out. I think the Milo fight is great. I think, I mean, it's pretty straightforward. It's the first gym leader. Uh, Unlike other gyms, uh, I feel like it takes an X and Y. I felt like I got to uh, 
oh man, her name is at the tip of my tongue. Viola in like 14 minutes. Viola? Viola, yeah, that's her Viola. name. Viola. I felt like I got to, started X and Y, got to, got to her in like 15 minutes, beat her, and then I was on my way to the second gym. And uh, so my, it took me eight hours to get to Milo. And it was because the wild area was so distracting, which we're about to talk about. And it was because the routes were just so, there was just so much to do on the routes and the cities were engaging. And I don't think I was poking around. I definitely wanted to catch as many Pokemon as I could, but, uh, just... in, in this game. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's that gap is huge. And there, I, I did, I, I think I said in maybe in your stream that I, or I said to Irene too, I've. I feel like she texted me and said, how is this game? How have people beaten this in 20 hours or whatever it was, which was like the rumored, you know, people were saying that they beat it in 20 hours or whatever it was. Yeah. I, I feel like I screwed around, uh, not like a ton, but I didn't like hustle. I, I just, I tried to catch pretty much every Pokemon in an area and kind of took my time, but it took me six hours to get my first gym badge, which is a lot. That's yeah. a lot. I feel like that's that's more than a quarter of what the like estimated completion time is. <laughs> it's it's pretty unreal. Um, in a good way. Like it, it and and uh, you know, uh, Viola, uh, I think was around eleven. I think one of her Pokemon was eleven, and her other one was twelve. And I think like Faulkner in Gold and Silver, I think his Pokemon were seven and nine, or was it nine and eleven? Uh, and Milo is 17 and 20, I'm pretty sure. Agassiflor is 17, and um, Eldegas is 20, yeah, uh, which right. which is the highest um, a first gym leader has ever had. Uh, anyways, I, I think I think the that pacing was good and fun, and um, the wild leagues, area leagues better than the pacing in Sun and Moon. Yes, yes. I feel like it was almost about the same amount of time. To, to feel like I was doing something in that game that it took me to get, like, my first gym badge in Sword, and I didn't feel like I was going through a slog. I felt like it was there was a lot to do the entire time. It didn't feel like as much of a a pain as the, the, the first section of Sun and Moon did. All right, Wild Area. We don't need to go into in-depth because uh, they introduced the Wild Area to you in specific parts. Um, so we're going to come back to the wild area again. I believe after a couple more gyms, you go back into the wild area. Uh, so just initial impressions. We don't have to get too carried away. I know Irene had a uh, Irene met a very powerful Pokemon right off the bat. Oh, I I uh, walked into a level 46 Diggersby. Oh, and I was like, what is this? <laughs> I was like, I don't know what's going on because um. I think I walked into, um, I'm not sure what it was, but it was like level like 14 or something. And I was probably like level nine or something. And I was just like, eh. and I ran away when I walked into the diggers beat. I was just like, be around like the teens or something. And when it was level 46, I was like, what? Um, and I think I like. I think I ran away. I tried to run away, and it wouldn't let me run away. It knocked yes. out one of my Pokemon, and then I could run away. And I was just like, oh, okay. 
they wanted to have a feel of Pokemon that are intimidating uh, for trainers and, you know, powerful Pokemon, which I, we talked about last episode that no game really kind of offered uh, before because it just didn't really exist. And the variety of Pokemon there is outstanding. Uh, I was like, I could easily be in here for 10 hours and not even get to the first gym because I just want to catch all these Pokemon. Pro, pro tip, when you get to that train station at the wild area, if you talk to the two people inside, you can get a Pikachu or an Eevee if you have a Let's Go Pikachu or a Let's Go Eevee save data on your Switch. I got my Pikachu. So do that. They're the Gigantamax versions, <laughs> which I don't know how that factors in, but whatever. I'm sure it'll I'll figure it out at some point. Uh, the, the camera movement was great. It felt yep. really nice. The first thing I did was try to figure out how to zoom out my camera. Uh, cause I felt like it was really, really close. And, uh, if you press in the right stick, you can, and it feels a lot more open and better. I think, uh, I walked into an Onyx that was level 26 and it, uh, one shotted me and I was like, oh yeah, that I forgot that I'm not supposed to do that. <laughs> so I ran. Uh, and then just walked around and checked things out. It was cool. There's the little um, dens around. Some of them have lasers shooting out of them, and uh, those are the the Dynamax dens. And some of them don't have anything. They're just glowing red, and you can click on them and get W, which is a currency. Watts, the Lots. same thing Lots. they gave in Heart Gold Soul Silver with your yes. Pokewalker. And you can spend those watts at there's little there's NPCs dotted around the map that will sell you things for watts. I saw a guy that was selling dusk balls. Uh, they were selling TRs. Uh, I don't know if you want to get into TRs. Nah, we'll talk about TRs next time. Okay. Um, and each section is separated into kind of like areas, like themed areas, type based areas, I guess. Uh, I spent a lot of time walking around trying to catch things before I also, like you said, realized that I could be here forever um, and I should probably just come back later <laughs> and do some <laughs> of this. I ran into a Roselia and I was like, oh, this seems pretty easy. I'll get some XP off this. It was one level higher than my um, Sobble was at the time and it one-shotted me. I almost lost my entire team. I mean, my team sat around uh, when I went to the wild area. I think my highest was uh, 16 and my lowest was maybe 12. And I ran into a level 14 Oddish and I was like, well, got to catch an Oddish. Needed the whole Pokedex. And uh, that Oddish almost one shot every single one of my Pokemon. It's really rough. Uh, This is a thing we're going to talk about in the future, but they somehow or for some reason changed. I feel like the catch rate of a lot of Pokemon. Oh, yeah, I heard you talking about that. I'm curious and, your thoughts on it. And, yeah, I just, uh, I, I guess I have to do more research or wait for, you know, Cerebi or Pulbopedia or somebody to also, like, confirm this. But it just seems that, you know, a level 14 Oddish shouldn't take 10 Pokeballs when it's in the red to catch at all because... <laughs> it's interesting because I really didn't have that much trouble catching things until I got to a certain point and then it felt like the difficulty significantly spiked like even in the wild area i didn't really have that much trouble catching things i feel like i would whittle things down to red and then throw a pokeball and maybe it would take two but later in the game i it was it was taking me a good chunk of my inventory (laughs) yeah for whatever reason they introduced the trees here where you can shake berries and then if you shake too much 
it, it's it's like a gamble. Get some berries. They fall on the ground. They keep going. The tree shakes harder. And if you keep shaking and overshake, then a scovent attacks you. Yeah, scovet. Yeah. Scovet. That's it. I think there's the, squav squavit. There's the obvious issue where everything looks worse in the wild area. Trees look worse. Uh, the sky looks worse. The water. I definitely look... noticed the trees. The trees were the trees. The were... everything. So I'm I'm curious. It, it almost seems like a different team worked on the wild area than the rest of the game. I I don't know if that's true or not. Um, I I'm curious if because you know they have to load in stuff that by dropping the textures on stuff that was their compromise to get everything I, to work. I'm almost certain that that's the case. Uh, I I suspect if anything, I I think of these games of like. In Diamond and Pearl, they're 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 awful games. Like mechanically, Diamond and Pearl are are terrible. <laughs> Everything is super slow and sluggish. Uh, when you try to you know knock out a Pokemon in the game, the HP bar takes about two hours to scroll down. Um, and uh, Platinum <laughs> fixed all of that. And it, I mean, it's not a perfect game. So I'm always uh, when I was walking through this the uh, the wild area, I thought, is like is this the thing if they were to ever make a third version or you know an ultra version is this the thing that gets you know the dramatic updates and improvements um not that it's like bad but it's just noticeable it took me a good chunk of time in the wild area to notice and once i noticed the trees i was like oh no <laughs> but i i'm almost certain that it's it's to to reduce any kind of slowdown to be able to have that much accessible. Yeah. I, I'm not saying it for just any game. I'm saying specifically on the Switch because we are aware that the hardware is not incredible on the system. But I think that I would rather have lower texture trees that I don't even really have to look at <laughs> than have horrendous frame rates like some oh, of the I still had, that we had I still in had, uh... Sun and Moon. I had no frame rate problems throughout the whole game, but I was getting chugginess in the wild area when people were running by me and stuff. Oh, interesting. Um, Wait, people are... Yeah, because once you connect to online in the wild area, you'll you'll have a bunch of people oh, running around. Oh, I didn't stuff. see any people. So interesting. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if connecting to the internet cause, like contributed to that. Oh, I, I would assume 100%, because when I was first in the wild area, it was completely fine, just ugly. And then as soon as I connected online, because I was trying to do a raid, the raid stuff, which we'll talk about more in depth um, in the future, because I, I just want to do a couple more raids before we really actually talk about that feature. Sure. Uh, as soon as I connected, four people appeared on top of me because they're all standing on the, the raid. And then I go to run away and I run into more people and it's just like chug, chug, chug. And then people are coming in and out. And uh, eventually it's like stabilized. I think it's just because we were all in a corner where... Uh, a raid was you know off to the side again i could easily see somebody's first pokemon game and saying like wow this is real garbage it's not super great uh, i think it's cool that pokemon has gotten to that point um i don't think it's particularly awesome uh but at the same time i remember when x and y came out we were just like oh cool these pokemon are finally in 3d also oh look at a horde battle oh now i'm running at three frames per second because they put six <laughs> pokemon on the screen it seemed like a limitation of the 3DS. I don't know if this is a limitation of the Switch. Uh, you look at games like Breath of the Wild and Mario Odyssey, and they, they're totally different games, but they, they, they look pretty great. Oh, sure. Absolutely. Uh, I think it's passable. Uh, I don't think it ruins the experience. I think uh, 
if anything, I want to go back and spend more time in the wild area just because that core experience was fun, even though the game, even though it looks ugly. But even when I say it looks ugly, it looks better than what I've been looking at for eight years on the 3DS. <laughs> this is true. This was one thing that for sure, when I saw people griping about the tree textures, that was the whole thing. The trees, everybody was yelling about the trees. That was one thing that I thought for sure, like, that is going to be fixed by launch. Like, it's probably just a low-quality texture for <laughs> the sake of getting a trailer made or whatever, yeah. but unfortunately, well, I that mean, is not the case. Hey, they didn't lie, I guess, about the trees. <laughs> uh, the trees outside the wild area look pretty good. Oh, yeah. The rest of the game outside of the wild area looks incredible. It's uh, just the wild area that but there are, feels rough. We only touched on the wild area, in this, uh, so we will we will talk more. I'm sure people want to hear about raid stuff. I've only done like three of them. I kind of want to do a, just a couple more so I can feel What'd confident. What'd you catch? Uh, I got a Togepi. Uh, and cool. I got uh, uh, a, the, the G-Max Butterfree. Ooh. Uh, which I was dead that entire like fight. So boy. thank you to everyone that carried me. <laughs> <laughs> Irene, did you do any raids? I got a Joltik. Oh, Ooh. very cool. Yeah. And I, I like but I wasn't. Can, I don't think I was connected randoms. to the... Yeah, I was just like, I'm pretty sure I said I don't want to connect to like yeah. anybody. And then it was it like, the people thing. have joined you. And I was like, Here's whoa, three people. Okay. <laughs> Did one of them have a Magikarp? Mm, I don't remember. Okay. But, one um, of mine had a Wobbuffet. I think someone I had had one too. If anything, the NPCs are hilariously funny with the Pokemon choices they use. <laughs> they <laughs> I work. got a Mudbray. That was oh, it. nice. A Mudbray. Yes. And I, I saw it and felt like, uh, I saw the silhouette, because they show you the silhouette, mm-hmm. so you can't see what Pokemon it is. I, I don't know if that changes if you've caught it before. No, no, probably. it's still a silhouette. Oh, okay. So I, I was like, oh, it's a Mudbray. I feel like I can do that. And I I did, but I still I was still real nervous <laughs> yeah. after that Onyx. I was like, I don't know if I'm ready for this yet. Yeah. I also did uh, Badoo as well. Oh, nice. That alone just shows how much variety is in that area. Just yeah. from the how like the five raids we just mentioned. Yeah, and it was it was fun and I was in obviously uh, you know I've been streaming uh I streamed the whole game on Twitch. Uh I have been streaming the entire game on Twitch. I sh- probably should g- disclose that Nintendo paid for my copies. Hashtag ad. Ash- hashtag free game I think is the one Nintendo wants you to use. Okay, got it. But uh, it was so cool because uh, people in chat, even though I kept progressing through the story and I had about like 300 people hanging out, but people just being like, hey, I found uh, I found the Butterfree raid and people were like, oh, can I please join you on that? I want the Butterfree. And then somebody else being like, oh, I found this specific Pokemon. I don't want to spoil any Pokemon for people. And people were like, oh my gosh, I want that Pokemon. Can I join you? And people exchanging friend codes. It was so cool to see. And it was like nonstop for hours, people just being excited to do these raids and having fun with them. Yeah. Um, so. I saw glimpses of that when I popped in and it seemed really neat. The people were like, and you, and you were like, they were like, I, I found the Butterfree. You were like, I want that Butterfree. <laughs> I, want that, I wanted that Butterfree so bad. And then it <laughs> I heard you say me. that it is the um, current event. Is that what yes. you said? So, I don't uh, know anything about this. Okay, so that's the official Pokemon thing. We covered this on the podcast uh, earlier this week. But uh, they said that they are going to rotate out m- max raid battles um, in Sword and Shield, and so but max G Max Butterfree, Gigantamax Butterfree, or 
Dynamax, Gigantamax is above Dynamax. Will appear yeah, Gigantamax more Gigantamax is like the form chain. Right. Gigantamax Butterfree will appear more frequently between now and January 15th, I think. Oh, okay. So and I then they're, they're going to, while you can still find it after January 15th, it just won't be as common as it is now. And you will be able, there will, they'll feature a new Pokemon. From now until January 15th, Di- uh, Gigantamax Butterfree will be appearing more frequently in raid battles. Hey, it's that's what I just said. It's like Almost I like it's <laughs> pulled directly from Pokemon Go's uh, press releases. Oh, yeah. And if you're lucky, trainers. <laughs> and if you're lucky. <laughs> um, well, if you're lucky, trainers, we will wrap up this episode. So... Uh, if I su- you're lucky, <laughs> I mean? suspect that uh, episode three will probably be Jim two and Jim three together because I believe they're pretty close. I don't want to spoil anything, but it seems uh, they are kind of next to each other. Uh, so that's where we'll leave it. Hopefully you have been enjoying Sword and Shield. It's officially been out f- everywhere now for 24 hours by the time this podcast goes up. Not, you know in australia early and everyone crying that they're not in australia (laughs) so hopefully you've been enjoying it if you liked the podcast and stuff if you've been liking the series let us know uh either on slack or discord or on twitter and stuff love to hear your feedback maybe these episodes are way too long but there's a lot to say about this game and just wanted to kind of get it out there for you guys we will be back tomorrow to talk about some other stuff if we missed anything there are more episodes we still got a lot to talk about um but that's it uh reminder if again giveaway mentioned at the beginning it'll be in the show notes um but that is our episode i think we did it we did it good night Geller. it oh. was bye i think yeah it was bye but it works yeah night, oh. good night applies yeah sorry actually I guess no it depends it on when you're listening to it in the morning <laughs> 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 oh well i mean there we go